Good morning, for this is truly a day that the Lord has blessed us to see. We thank the Lord for his word. We thank the Lord for being able to come to you once again. Pastor Mike, bringing a life-changing word to the people of God. If you would, please open up your Bibles to the book of Psalms, the first division. And the word reads as follows. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. My title today is, Are You Planted Like a Tree? And I really wanted to take a look at a physical tree right now. Typically, when we look at a tree, we see branches, we see leaves, and we see a trunk. I am going to implore you today to stop looking at the branches of life and start focusing on the trunk. You see, the branches are moved by winds. The branches are moved by storms. The branches are easily moved and, and, and pushed about based on situations. If it's a good day, that branch will sit right there. If it's a windy day, that branch will be moved all about. If it's a rainy day, that branch will be shaken about and just pressed down from the rain. And sometimes even that branch can break from, from the weather. Uh, if it's it's a storm to where it's lightning and the lightning hits the branch. It could break it in half. And I am going to ask you today to start looking at life. Every time that you go outside and you see a tree, start thinking about your life. And I want to take a moment to really break down these three verses here and compare them, show the parallel to our lives, how that a lot of us are not truly planted like the word of God says. And this is why we deal with so many things that have us tossed and pushed about. And, and one day we're happy, the next day we're sad. And one day we're crying and the next day we're, we're overjoyed. And sometimes we, we sit around and we don't even understand our own selves. It's not about us looking at other people, but sometimes we don't even understand what's going on in our life. Well, I want to take this moment and share the word of God with you. And it starts out once again in the first division of Psalms. Blessed is the man. And I constantly teach to you all that blessed means life cannot conquer you. Life cannot conquer you. It doesn't mean that things are not going to happen, but life does not have the ability 
to conquer a man that is blessed. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. I want you to underline those if you have your pens with you right now. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. I want to stop there for a second. And I want to ask you a question. Who are you walking with? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you just sitting around chilling with? Who are you just allowing to take up your time and nothing's really happening that's taking you in a positive direction? Who or what do you find delight in? What we find delight in typically is where we give our time, energy, and our attention. Meditation is the process. You see, this, this verse here says that, and in his law, he meditates day and night. And we need to understand, some of you, that what meditation is, is the process of thinking, is the process of pondering, is the process of reflection, studying, prayer, a deliberation. It's a cause and effect here that we're talking about. It says he should be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So I want to break this down. Here's the cause and effect. Here's conditional scriptures here. A lot of times you'll find in the word of God that God will say he will do this if we do this, meaning that it's conditional, it's based upon you putting forth some effort. The Bible says, I, I think of a scripture often that says that he says, I will keep your mind, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Well, that's another cause and effect. In order for you to stay in perfect peace, you got to keep your mind on him. He, God won't force you to do anything, but he wants us to take a step. He wants us to show that we are willing to do something ourselves, and he'll do the rest. Looking at these verses here, as I said, cause and effect. When we go back to the top, it says in the first verse, Blessed is the man who walks not, underline that, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So that's number one. You can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You just can't hang with just anybody and think that you're going to be blessed. Number two, nor stands in the path of sinners. Nor, number three, number, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. You see, you got to understand here, we back right at what I was saying, cause and effect. And what cause and effect is, is it's a relationship between actions or events such that one or more are the result of the other or others. 
Number one, fruit will be evident in your life and others connected to you. Because you don't do, because you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, because you don't stand in the path of sinners, because you don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Come on down to number three, it says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. You see, your fruit will be evident in your life and even others that are connected to you. It just rubs off the fruit of love, the fruit of patience. It's things that will be evident in your life because you don't hang with just anybody, because you don't just do just anything. The next one, there are three here at the bottom. Whose leaf also shall not wither. Your leaves will not wither when there's drought, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual. Your life will not be driven. And this is so important here. Your life will not be driven by or controlled by your issues. Your life will not be controlled by what you see with your eyes. You see medical conditions, you see diabetes, you see high blood pressure, you see cancer, you see a lot of issues, but they may be all around you, but they will not drive you. They will not control you. And then it's the third one, and whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever you do, you shall prosper. And that doesn't necessarily mean monetary. But what it does mean is that the righteous will always achieve what's worthwhile. The righteous will always achieve. The word of God here does not lie. And whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever you put your hands to shall prosper. The righteous will always achieve. That which is worthwhile. You see, you got to understand that if you're planted like a tree, you can't do number one and two here, which is walk in the counsel of the ungodly, stand in the path of sinners, sit in the seat of the scornful. But you have to put your delight in the law of the Lord and Someone may be asking, well, how do I delight in the law of the Lord? Well, keep reading here. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Meditation, as I said, is the process of thinking and studying and pondering. Because you will meditate on the word of God, on what's good. Your roots will be pushed down. As you, you see here, it's the reason why he said he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water because a tree planted by a river will never die because the roots are pushed down into the ground, into the streams. There's a constant flow coming from, through the roots back to the tree because it's planted by a river. Not planted out in the desert, but it's planted by a river. You see, some of you, you are planted. 
in a desert. You are planted in a barren situation. Some of you are planted in the wrong places. You haven't put your roots in Jesus, but your roots are in some man or some woman. Your roots are in, in some song. or Your roots are in, in thinking that somebody else can give you joy. When the true joy, the Bible tells me, comes from the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Not that man or woman, not that money. But a lot of us, we put our roots in the wrong things. Things that are temporary. Things that cannot give us any any everlasting peace and love and joy. But the only thing that can give us that is a man called Jesus. So I ask you again, are you planted like a tree? Are you planted like a tree? Stop looking at the, the, the leaves and the, the branches and start focusing on the, the, the trunk of the tree, which is, 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 is steadfast. The trunk of the tree is, is sturdy, it's firm. It's, on a, it, it, it's, it's, it's in the ground where it should be planted solid. We need some folk in the church that are solid. The devil can't move you to and fro like the branches. The devil can't push you every time something come along, you're ready to just pick up stake and run. Every time something happens, you're ready to start crying, oh, why me? Oh, Lord, it's me, instead of saying, you know, I got to have some faith. And faith, I can't see it, but I must believe that God has me no matter what. No matter what the situation looks like, no matter how bad it might look, I know God got me anyhow. Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and 8th verse. It reads as follows, and God is able to make all grace. I just want to stop right there first and, and, and break that down just a little bit. And God is able. Somebody needs to know that God is qualified. Having the power, having the skill, having the means, having the proficiency, having the intelligence this is who God is. God is able, he is qualified to make all grace abound toward you. That you, whatever your name is, put your name in there. Will always have, have sufficiency in all things. May have an abundance for every good work. Not some, not a little, but he said, every good work, to make all grace abound towards you, making sure you have all things at all times and having all that you need. Somebody ought to be shouting glory. My God said, I will supply you of all of your needs. Whew. All of your needs, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, not by Buddha, not by Muhammad, but Christ Jesus. He said he would supply us of all of our needs. He's qualified, people. Somebody need to shout it out that my God is more than enough. My God is overqualified. My God has all the skill. My God has all the power to take care of 
whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is. He said that he would be a mighty, mighty good God. He said, yet, yet have I seen the righteous forsaken or begging bread. He said, in all things, they have an abundance. Somebody needs to know what the word abundance means. It means more than. Abundance doesn't mean lack. Abundance doesn't mean that you have just enough, but abundance. You have enough for you and somebody else. That should be your prayer every day. God, let me walk the way that you want me to walk so that I can have an abundance. You ought to wake up. You ought to go to bed thanking God for an abundance. Stop just accepting just enough. It's all about your mind. It's all about your perception. God knows what's in our hearts. And some of you, all you care about is just enough. And God is saying, I have so much more for you. My God is more than enough. He's everything. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's beginning and the end. He's everything. He don't need something to make anything. He takes nothing and makes something. My God is able. He's qualified. When you walk out and, and you look at that tree from now on, look at that trunk and how sturdy and round and solid it is, no matter what's going on with the branches. The winds can come and blow the branches to and fro, but that trunk just stands firm. We need to be like the trunk of the tree where we're standing firm no matter what's going on all around us, no matter what's happening with our children, no matter what's happening with our job, no matter what's happening with illness, no matter what's going on with coronavirus, no matter what's going on financially, we still need to be standing firm. Well, my God is more than enough. My God is everything. I ask you again, as we close out, are you planted like a tree? And the only way that you can be planted like a tree, as we said in Psalms 1, you have to make sure that where your feet go, you have to make sure that you walk not in the counsel of ungodly. You have to make sure that you don't stand in the path of sinners. You have to make sure that you don't sit in the seat of the scornful. But you delight in the law of the Lord. You meditate on his word day and night. You meditate. Why? Because the more that you meditate, the more that you get it in your mind, the more that you get it in your heart, I promise you, you will believe it and God will come forth because he can't lie. He said, just believe in me. Meditate on me day and night. And he said, watch what's going to happen. I'm going to bring forth fruit in its season. When it, all chaos is breaking out around you, 
your leaf will not wither. When others around you that they find in drought is just breaking them down and everything else is going wrong, he, he made it very clear here. You won't have to worry about that. And whatever you do, glory be to God, I thank you. Whatever I do, he said, I am going to prosper. I am going to achieve that which is worthwhile. I thank him for his word today. I thank him and I love him. I hope and pray that you've been blessed by this word this morning. I hope that it, it is a, it, I know it's a life-changing word and I pray and believe that it's going to change your life today. It's not just another word that, that you take to be just, just something normal, but this here should get somebody excited that if I put my feet in the right place, my life will be changed. Why? Because God said so. Father, we thank you, God, for those that are listening out there, those that may be going through right now, whatever it may be, God, if it's mental, physical, or spiritual, Lord Jesus, whatever it is, I'm asking that you will heal bodies in the name of Jesus right now, Father. We come to thee, O gracious God. We come to thee, thy God, which art in heaven, Father. We know that thy name is holy, Lord. We know that you set high, but you look low, Lord. And we're just asking, Father, for everyone that's listening to this word, Father that you go forth, Lord, if, if there be any in the hospital, that there be healing in the name of Jesus right now, Father. Healing, Father, by the blood that came down on Calvary, by the blood, Father, that has all the power. We thank you right now, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God, for financial blessings. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for spiritual and, and physical blessings, Father. We thank you for children, Lord, watching over our children and, and watching over us as we go our separate ways, Father. We thank you, O oh God, for just being a mighty good God. We thank you for being a deliverer today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for comforting those that may have lost loved ones right now, Father. We thank you, God, for just healing hearts in the name of Jesus. Continue, Lord Jesus, to let us keep our minds stayed on you, Father, so that we can have that perfect peace in our lives at all times, Father. We love you and we adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be blessed, church. We thank you for those that are still tithing and sending in your offering to support the ministry. For God loves a cheerful giver. And that's how we are truly blessed. Because we can't outgive God, no matter what you're doing out there. We thank you. Until we meet again, have a wonderful and blessed day. In Jesus' name, amen.